Welcome to Hear Me, My Voice, My Story, a post-conviction victim services podcast. These podcasts were produced by the State of Hawaii Crime Victim Compensation Commission. The opinions, findings, and conclusions or recommendations expressed in these podcasts are those of the contributors and do not necessarily represent the official position or policies of the Hawaii Department of Public Safety, the Hawaii Paroling Authority, the Crime Victim Compensation Commission, the State of Hawaii Department of the Attorney General, or the U.S. Department of Justice. Thank you so much for joining us today. Welcome to Hear Me, the post-conviction victim services podcast produced by the Hawaii Crime Victim Compensation Commission in cooperation with the Hawaii Paroling Authority. Today's podcast is going to focus on truly the foundation of victim services and victim support, as well as victim rights in the state of Hawaii. And that system is the SAVIN program, the Statewide Automated Victim Information and Notification System. Our guest today is going to be the coordinator, Rima Atun. And Rima is going to share with us all of the benefits of understanding what the SAVIN system provides and how to use it. Dawn, I'm going to toss it to you if you can kind of talk a little bit about the importance of the SAVIN program in the work that you do with victims and survivors in that post-conviction stage. And then you can introduce us to our guest today. Yes. Aloha, everyone. And I'm very excited to have Rima with us today to talk about the statewide automated victim notification system, SAVIN for short. Welcome, Rima. Um, the SAVIN piece is a very important important part to post-conviction. It allows um, people, victims, families to be notified anytime something is changing of the status of the offender um, that they're, you know, the case is with. So it's, we've heard from others that it's a peace of mind. They feel more safe uh, knowing what's going on, having that real-time notification to their phone, to their email, uh, is a really important part to uh, feeling like they know what's going on in the case and where the person is. So I'm going to let Rima talk a bit more in detail about what the SAVIN program is. So take it away, Rima. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. First of all, it's a real pleasure to be on. Um, as, as you mentioned, the SAVIN system is the automated notification system um, that lets folks know about the custody status of offenders that are in either our community correction centers or jails or the prisons. Um, what you do is you go to vinelink.com and you can search for um, the offender by name or state ID number and sign up for notification. And that can be either via telephone, um, text, TTY for those that are hearing impaired, or via email, um, and those notifications will tell you when the person is transferred to a different facility, if they are uh, about to be released, uh, when their parole hearing is coming up, or when they are actually released, or if other status changes occur, occur like escape, which rarely happens, but um, might be a safety issue for folks. Uh, so that's all provided through the SAVIN system if you just go and sign up. Um, you can also, you know, search for the offender and see where they're currently located in most cases. And that's all provided free of charge, open to everyone, um, and, and completely anonymous. We don't save any of the information. N nobody would know that you've signed up. 
It's just completely free of charge and anonymous. Yeah. So it's really easy to sign up, like you're saying, and it's free of charge. No one knows. But if I'm someone from out of state and something happened to me in Hawaii, how would I be able to sign up for the Hawaii notification system? Exactly the same way. You just go to vinelink.com. If there's somebody that's in our, um, you know, was sentenced in our state and housed in our facilities, then it would, you would just select Hawaii from the drop down menu and you'd be able to sign up the same as anyone else. So it's accessible anywhere that you have an internet access. Uh, You can also call, there's a hotline. The number is 877-846-3444. Again, that's 877-846-3444. And if a victim of crime or family member calls that SAVIN phone number or the hotline number, will they be able to talk to someone in person or is that going to be an automated message as well? Um, They would be able to talk to a person. It is an automated line, but you can get through to a customer service representative very, very quickly if you have a question that you need um, information that's not provided by the automated line. So if I'm a a victim or a family member and I just want to talk to someone about what this notification means, why are they being moved, what's going on, is there a different number I can call and what kind of information is able to be provided to me? Yeah, so you can also call um, me directly. My number here is 808-587-1344 and you would be able to get some other information We can't confirm personal information about the offender, but we can confirm things like where they are, what their status is, if there's any upcoming events. Um, You know, victims and family members really need to know about things like upcoming parole hearings in case they want to provide testimony. That's one of the rights provided, um, you know, through state laws. Uh, And the best way to find out about those upcoming events is by registering for SAVIN. So we can answer questions about that. We can refer you to additional services if you need additional services, you know, such as emotional support or housing support or other things like that, um, you know, in in case somebody is about to be released at at any point in the post-conviction process. You can also find information on our program at pavhawaii.com, and we also have a direct email, psd.savin at hawaii.gov. Yeah, and I know a lot of the uh, victims of crime that come to our program um, were referred by the Savin line. Um, so th- we play a very crucial piece together where victims of crime can call the Savin line, talk to you, and, and whatever services you're not able to provide them, they can come to our program and we can kind of help them with the safety planning and making sure that those supports are there for them. So Rima, I have a question. Sometimes sure. we can we can learn how to even serve victims or support victims or survivors better by their feedback. So is there a process in the SAVIN program for those that use your system to be able to provide feedback about the system? Um, and, and how do you use that information then to even um, improve the system that's already amazing? Yeah, absolutely. So we do have a survey that is accessible on the bottom of each of the written notifications. So if you get text or email notifications, there's a survey link there where you can provide feedback. It's also available on our website. And as I mentioned before, you can contact us as well. We are very happy to get feedback, positive or negative. The system is there to serve victims and their family members and to make sure 
that they have the information that they need to exercise their rights. So whatever feedback you have, um, you know, we will take that and use it to try and make changes um, or enhance things that are good features of the system. And, and we're always willing to hear it. That's amazing. I know that um, Hawaii is really striving for, and that is to really meet the needs of victims and survivors where they are. And I think oftentimes we forget how important notification is to a, a victim's healing journey. It's really the foundation of um, serving victims and then really helping to navigate them. So oftentimes I think that um, we bucket out services to victims in a way that really is, you know, we're just going to give you information or, or um, we just need this information from you at this time. And I think one of the most amazing things about the SAVIN program is that it truly is the foundation for victims to be able to kind of take some control of what things look like post-conviction. Um, and, and I think that pro providing victims information um, really helps them make their own decisions around what they can do in their life, whether it be to take some steps in safety and security, to ask for some support in safety and security, to be able to predict and prepare what's happening next, um, or to be able to just feel like they're having an opportunity to participate in the process. So um, your program is amazing. Can you maybe share with our listeners a little bit about how you've seen the SAVIN program really be that foundational or, or pivotal point, really important point and, and service that is, that is provided to victims in Hawaii and why that's so important maybe in one of those other areas? Yeah, absolutely. I think you're completely right that it is, um, it is the foundational piece to, for victims and family members to have knowledge about the different events that occur after the sentencing happens, a lot of, you know, there's not always as much information about what processes happen after the fact. And it's kind of a misnomer that once the sentence is served, that's just how it happens. The person, you know, the, the, the person that might have harmed you um, then is just sentenced and will be gone from the community for a set number of time. It doesn't really happen like that. And seven is how you can find out about important events that occur like um, minimum setting hearings that will determine what the minimum sentence is that somebody will need to serve before um, they are eligible for parole, for parole hearings, um, for, for folks that are about to be released. You can get all that information through SAVIN very easily. And then at each of those points, you can decide if you want to participate further, if you want to submit testimony about how the, um, you know, the victimization has harmed you and impacted your life. We've heard from folks, you know, 10, 20, 30 years after something occurs, not only that initial victim, but their entire family um, might want to speak to how that, that changed their life. Um, and all of that information is considered uh, at the, the parole hearing or other, other applicable events. So it does give you opportunity to still have your voice heard many years later. Um, you know, we've, we've also heard of folks that still have safety concerns after a long period of time. So it is, it is really important information and it is opt-in. So you can choose to participate if that gives you that peace of mind, if you want that information or, or not, if you just want to 
put it behind you. So, um, you know, as you said, it is a, it is a very important option that you have uh, if if that is what you want to do. So, you know, I once heard that the most powerful healing tool for a victim is information. And it, it has resonated with me all these years because without the information, they oftentimes don't know, they don't know what options they have or who to go to. And I know that um, for the Hawaii 7 program, for you all, you've really dedicated um, your services to victims to not just be a one-way information, pushing information out, but an opportunity for those that have been harmed to, to participate. And Rima, can you tell us, maybe just share an example of a situation where a victim was provided information through the Savin system prior to sentencing or at the time of sentencing and how that notification that continued through the system or through the process, how did that work? Sure, Lydia, I can share a scenario with you. So in um, this particular case that I'm thinking of, the person was signed up through the victim witness advocate um, pre-trial and they kept that Savin registration active um, for years. Uh, they got notified about a parole hearing and reached out to their advocate. Um, they didn't want to submit testimony at that point in time, but they were still interested in hearing about the outcome of the parole hearing. Um, the uh, offender that had harmed their family member was granted parole um, conditionally with the dates set for release. So they were they were using Savin to monitor where that person was. Um, and through Savin, they were able to be notified when the person was transferred back to Hawaii. He had been housed in Arizona. And then they were able to, um, you know, see when the person was eventually released. Um, in this case, the, the advocate reached out to me and, um, you know, had a lot of questions because the person was actually, had actually applied for interstate transfer. So they wanted to serve their parole outside of Hawaii. Um, so I was able to give them a lot of information on how that worked. Um, since the uh, victim had a lot of concern about running into the the offender in the community. Luckily, in that case, um, that didn't end up happening. The person got the information they needed that the Department of Public Safety actually does those releases right at the airport. Um, and so the person doesn't have time to actually, you know, be out in the community. They're released directly to the airport, go right on the plane and then go to their their state where they're they're um, serving their parole. Uh, so that is one example of how Savin can be used um, to help folks, uh, you know, plan for their safety and keep peace of mind. So thank you so much to both of you. This is probably information that many people aren't aware of. And um, it is just such an honor to spend some time with both of you. And I have a feeling we'll be having additional conversations moving forward. So thank you so much to both of you. Yes. Thank you, Rima. Thank you, guys. It's been a pleasure. Invite me back anytime. So as a reminder, if you have questions or feedback or input about the Hawaii 7 program, you can contact Rima. And Rima, can you remind us again where they can contact you? Absolutely. You can call uh, my direct line. The number is 808-587-1344. Thank you so much, Don and Rima, for the incredible work that you do. And more importantly, for the heart that you do that work with. That's all for this episode. Thanks for listening. 
Remember, the goal of this podcast is to both inform and provide an opportunity for justice professionals, advocates, victims, and survivors to have a voice. So please consider bringing your voice, ideas, experiences, or stories to us so we can include you. If you have a question about something you heard today or an idea for a future episode, or if you have an idea for a guest that you'd like to suggest or would like to be a guest yourself, please contact us at postconvictionadvocate at hawaii.gov or at 808-358-8538. Remember, we would love to hear from you. And as Don Martin says, we rise by lifting others. You do that every single day, and we thank you. Please join us for our next episode where Allison Alfonso will be speaking with us from the Honolulu Police Department. She's a victim witness counselor in the Sex Crimes Unit, and we'll be talking about her program from the time of arrest through investigation. Until next time, mahalo.